welcome to the Ashenden Anemometer, as at the 19th of September 2021. This is the equinoctial, full-fat version, maybe just a few days ahead of its time. As always, are you all sitting comfortably? Settled down? Especially you? Really? Great! Well, uh, that's particularly good news in light of your uh, recent... Um, problem. This month's maximum gust of 30.4 miles per hour from the east-northeast on the 24th is not of such great import as has been our extended dry spell. In fact, the AA's outreach team set off to map the Ridgeway down to Avery on September 3rd in such firm conditions that the ground resembled more concrete than the usual soft clay. Now, I lied slightly about the lack of import in the wind report. Actually, this is the first time an identical double monthly maximum has been recorded. It was also 30.4 miles per hour on the 11th, but this time from the west-southwest. Both were brief, for it's been a pretty still and not at all gusty month. Mr Beaufort has been a stay in bed again. Just rising dust from the passing tractors and general farm behemoths to give any indication of a breeze. Though the sign of a few stacks of burning brushwood with smoke drifting lazily northeast, cropped up around the 10th, reminding me of my youth pre-1993, when the UK bans stubble burning. What of the rain gauge? Well, it did get out of bed, but has hardly been pulling its weight, turning in a measly 22.8 millimetres, though I believe it will legally be able to be announced in scruples very shortly. Well, actually, let's do that straight away. Thus, one scruple equals one twenty-fourth of an ounce, or 20 grains. 22.8 millimetres of water equals 6.6 .6 ounces of water in our backup rain gauge, which equals 158 scruples. So now you know. What a coincidental figure. Gosh. There you go. Now... Air quality has been keeping up its excellence, which would expect in Ashton, with a typical air quality index, AQI, of 35, which is a low moderate. Let's just sample Lowestoft at 50 AQI, and Los Angeles at 60 AQI, and what two birds of a feather they are indeed. However, whereas Lowestoft, as Suffolkonians would pronounce it, tops out at that, LA will be climbing up to the 100. Unlike me, we'll be going down to it later. Those of you familiar with Lowestoft's infamous major road harbour bridge traffic pinch point will understand that both population centres suffer from the same air quality problem, the same culprit to different degrees. Just in case you were wondering how our real feathered friends are doing amid the vast array of the AA sensors, well, they're just fine.
Now, Hector is taking part in a national survey of avian predation. One reason that those birds are doing just fine, in birds he's not interested. Rabbits are indeed of a very different feather though. And being very concerned with his cat flap circumference, he's cutting back to about half a rabbit per day. That's down from a maximum of four. If I were to mention a roast chicken, however, grease lightning would apply to his entrance through the cat flap, and we would be politely, if incessantly asked, to open a door to the back garden later. That said, hectorisation factor this month has been particularly low. A casually discarded cushion that fell on the floor in the garden room, a particularly shaded spot overlooking the garden, where else of course, has been co-opted to his own array of observation posts as the number one centre of inactivity. And speaking of inactivity, the storm glass seems to have been taking its cue from cat, not clouds this month. Even down to the rumpling of his new snoozery. That's Hector's, not the storm glasses. I think those two are in league. Or, being the ever prescient one, that storm glass, all seeing as it is, it may simply be having a few days off, just as we did. Went over to the east coast. And the storm glass is actually being a very good mimic of the south lowest of beaches. Well, let's sum up this month. Maximum gust, 30.4 miles per hour. So good we named it twice. Both at scale? Three only, as told by gently sloped smoke and tractor turbulence. Rain gauge? 22.8mm scrupulously observed. AQI? 35. Mostly moderate. Storm glass? Copying cushion curves or sandy slopes. Take your choice. Hectorisation? Two. Menardia of inactivity. Even the rabbits rejoice, as Hector is the leading rabbit predator in the aforementioned National Survey. Alliterations. Six spotted, but alliteration dieback seems to have infected this column. Hooray! I heard that several times. All right. We have now reached E in our alphabet of strange storms, and E is for Esther. Hurricane Esther was the first large tropical cyclone to be discovered by satellite imagery. The fifth tropical cyclone named Storm and Hurricane of the 1961 Atlantic hurricane season, Esther developed from an area of disturbed weather hundreds of miles southwest of the southmost Cape Verde Islands on September the 10th, 1961. From this genesis, the storm grew over about the next week and remained a Category 3 hurricane for about four days and gradually moved in a west-northwestward direction. Late on September the 17th, however, Esther strengthened into a Category 5 hurricane with sustained winds of 160 miles per hour. That's 260 kilometres per hour. 
Esther executed a large cyclonic loop, that's what the cyclones do, until curving northward early on September the 26th, Esther struck Cape Cod hours before emerging into the Gulf of Maine. Later that day, the storm made landfall in southeastern Maine before weakening to a tropical depression and becoming extra-tropical over southeastern Quebec. The remnants persisted for about another 12 hours before dissipating early on September the 27th. Between North Carolina and New Jersey, its effects were primarily limited to strong winds and minor beach erosion and coastal flooding due to the storm surge. In and around New York, strong winds led to severe crop losses and over 300,000 power outages. High tides caused coastal flooding and damage to a number of pleasure boats. Similar impact was reported in Massachusetts. Additionally, some areas observed more than 8 inches, that's 203 millimetres, of rainfall, flooding basements, low-lying roads and underpasses. Overall damage was minor, totaling about $6 million, that's in 1961 US dollars. Sadly, however, there were also seven deaths reported when a United States Navy P-5M aircraft crashed about 120 miles north of Bermuda due to the storm. Well, that's all from me, Richard Phillips. Now at exactly that magic 158 metres above sea level, waiting to marshal intrepids on the Vale bike rides as they crest our hilltop. My probably last of the summer shandies outdoors will have to wait till all of the struggling stragglers sweep home. See you down the hundred later. Bye.